T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. He's getting a little uh, R&R. He's drinking some uh, mojitos. Or what did he say he was drinking yesterday? I forget what it was. Some kind of beverage. I think he said pina coladas. Pina coladas. Love me some pina coladas. He's not pina coladas, though. No, you don't think so? Nah. He's drinking waters? He's well, drinking no, diet I mean, Pepsi. No, I don't think, you know, he's going to really go make a pina colada. Nah, he's too lazy. Frozen yeah. drink to sit. <laughs> I mean, it's 60 degrees out, so maybe. But... Nah, today's a perfect day for a frozen drink. Are you kidding me? So we're lucky enough to have Salicata sitting in, and we're here until 6.30 tonight. Real quick. Shohei Otani met the media today down in Arizona. And basically, and it's it's tough because it's through an interpreter, so we have to be fair about what Otani is saying. But Shohei Otani said, quote, as of now, I'm an angel, and that's all I want to focus on, which is code for get me the hell out of here. <laughs> These losers stink. The owner's not selling the team. I'm not even talking to them about a contract extension. Please save me from this hellhole known as Anaheim, California. That's what I took from Chevrolet Otani's press conference. The today. only question is going to be if he wants to come to the East Coast. That's all that I care about. Is he going to go to the Dodgers for a ton of money, or is he going to be open, unlike the first time when he was you know, posted or whatever it is from Japan, is he going to be open to coming to the East Coast? Yeah, so when he was initially posted, and it's kind of well documented now. He never even really considered the Yankees because he wanted to be on the West Coast. He didn't want to be supposedly in a big market. And all that may be true, but that was also a long time ago. Right. And people changed. Well, now he's got acclimated to the big leagues. You know, sure. coming in, you don't, don't know what it's going to be like, big league life. I think, so that's one factor. Like, we don't know if he still feels that way. The other thing that's a huge factor, and I always use CC Sabathia as an example, because CC wanted to go home. He wanted to go to Northern California, right? He didn't want to pitch in New York. But the Yankees made such a monster offer that it was an offer he couldn't refuse. You can make that argument with Max Scherzer, too, where mm-hmm. you offer a guy so much money that even if they don't want to be there, they're going to take it. Could the Yankees or the Mets make an offer that's so enormous yes. that even if Otani doesn't like New York, he says, I got to take it. The Mets are going to do it. My only question, because I think the Yankees are going to be involved, as anybody should. If you are a well-run, functioning organization, and Otani is on the open market, you have to get him. I think the bigger question would be what you do in season, where there have been reports that neither team is really going to be in play, the Mets or the Yankees, if, in fact, Otani's available in season. But free agency, they're both going to be players, and maybe Otani wants the pinstripes more than the bigger offer. But I believe wholeheartedly nobody is going to outbid Steve Cohen. Yeah, I think we got that impression. And I'm certainly, as a Mets fan, kind of believing that's the case. I've also seen, though, and you got to keep this in mind with the Yankees because we sort of saw this with our saw this with Aaron Judge and we saw it with Garrett Cole. So in the post George Steinbrenner world, when they really, really, really want somebody, they don't get outbid either. 
And I know that's easy to forget. See, you're even making a look. Come you're on, a look. They, well, cause Cohen you're is the richest look. owner in the sport. I get that. The Yankees got outbid for Judge. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They got him. Because he wanted to come back. But we don't know that they wouldn't have upped it if Aaron Judge said, sorry, Hal, that's still not enough. Because reportedly, Judge said to Hal, give me this, it's done. Hal gave it to him. So if Aaron said something even bigger, we have no evidence to say Hal wouldn't have said yes. And based on how aggressive they were in trying to bring him back, I think they would have said yes. Maybe, and they had to have said yes. I'm just saying that it's not the this is not the old Yankees I, that I, would outbid everybody. So I disagree with you for this reason. And by the way, it's not even about them. It's right. about there's a new sheriff in town. I'm not talking about look, I expect that Steve Cohen's gonna go crazy. No one's arguing that. He is gonna outbid everybody. What I'm trying to point out to you is when the Yankees have wanted a free agent. Not a guy you want them to sign. Not a guy Big Mac wants them to sign. Not a guy Keith wants them to sign. Not a guy every Yankee fan wants them to sign. When Brian Cashman sets his eyes on somebody, they get him. They do. Garrett Cole was going to be theirs. CeCe Sabathia was going to be theirs. Ultimately, they weren't going to lose Aaron Judge. I don't care what the Padres were reportedly offering. They didn't lose him. So while you're right about Cohen, and I have that same confidence, Let's not forget who the Yankees are, because every once in a while you, we forget, and we need to be reminded. But you're going to tell me the Yankees are going to get into a bidding war with Steve Cohen? I think this could be the first, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I know for yeah, he's very not cocky be, over there. He's not going to be outbid. It's a fact. Now, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say that Otani would choose the Mets over the Yankees. Maybe he grew up a Yankee fan. Maybe he loves the Yankees. Maybe he wants to put on the pinstripes. That's something that I feel like would favor in the Yankees or go the Yankees way where maybe they could get him right. with a substantial offer, but Cohen okay. will not be out there. I, I want to stick with this because you got to answer me this. Name me the time that the Yankees wanted, wanted, wanted somebody. I'm using three wanted. Well, at the trade deadline more so than no, free no, agency. No, no, yeah. no, 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 oh, no. Because the they would deadline. settle for Frankie Montas instead of Luis Castillo. Well, I mean, because they were asking for Anthony Volpe. Oh, well, how'd it work out, Montas? That, that's not the argument, though. I'm not talking about the prospects. That's very, the, the very Yankees different. have been reluctant. Right, I, I understand that. The Mets that. didn't exactly trade their prospects at the deadline either, to be uh, fair. I understand that, but there wasn't Money. that piece that they wanted. Exactly. I, look, it's a different Money. story in, in, in trade, dead, uh, trade deadline-wise I, than free agents. I'll say this very respectfully to you. Name me the guy they missed out on that they really, really wanted financially. Go ahead, I'll wait. Well, I mean, I honestly don't have anybody over the top of my head. I haven't thought about it. The answer's nobody. Well, the Yankees, well, what about Carlos Correa a couple years ago? They just don't want him. They They wanted wanted Kiner Falefa. Sal. Oh, no, they they wanted Josh Donaldson. Sal. (laughs) You're deflecting. They they chose, I'm just telling you. No, you're not. You're deflecting. Wait wait a second. Could the Yankees have used a shortstop two years ago? That's not my point. That's but, deflecting my, well, the you're, point I'm making. So they didn't. So you, no, they but didn't you're telling them. me. They didn't want them. Yeah, so you're telling me they wanted Connor Falefa instead. That's not the comparison. The old Yankees they, that I grew up watching would go get the biggest and the best. There were 18 free agent shortstops out there. The Yankees ended up with Connor Falefa. Big Mac knows what Sal's doing right now. He's deflecting. Well, on you a, see a that valid Yankee point fan, What do you the think? The answer is yes. They wanted, they wanted IKF, yes. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, if you believe. If you I, believe I do. The, they the wanted, Yankees preferred IKF over an actual real shortstop. They preferred a bridge. To, the, to well, these then, young prospects coming up. And, and that's just not, dumb. They should have given Correa the contract but, 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 Minnesota fellas, gave him, but... The, you're deflecting on the argument. I get it. They shouldn't have done this. They should have done that. That's but, not the but point. Did they Name not, me the free did they agent. Not want, hold on. Did they not want one of those guys, we could use Correa as an no. example, because of knowing that they didn't have the money to spend? I think there's a very. I think there's a variety of reasons. I think it's they didn't think the guy's worth it. I think it's that they believe in the prospects that they have. So, again, when there is somebody, and it's rare, I admit this, Sal, it's not every year, when there's a guy 
that Brian Cashman targets with those eyes that he has, which are not bad-looking mm-hmm. eyes, when he wants somebody, huh? he gets them every time. And I defy you. I know the Cashman boy won't give me an example because well, I mean, he loves him too much. Well, you're talking about the one. I, you're Who's actually the one? the one is the guy you're talking about. Oh, Tony. He, he, right. he didn't even agree to listen to East Coast teams, but the Yankees wanted him. Definitely. That's different because they couldn't use right, the well, power. I'm just saying that's the one guy. But it doesn't fit because they couldn't use the power of the purse to convince them. Why not? See, because they couldn't. Why not? They couldn't spend that kind of money to get Shohei Otani. Why not? I think there were rules on what they could offer. Oh, is there rules on what they could offer? Uh, All right, fact, if that's the fact. In fairness, that's... fact check on, fact check me on it. It was a long time ago, but the point is, there's got to be somebody. Tell me the guy. I, well, I got to think about it. You put me on the spot here. We talked about a few different options. I, I have a hard time believing that baseball decision-wise, the Yankees Nobody. felt IKF was a better shortstop nah, than nah, a major nah, league shortstop. No, nah, they didn't nah, think nah, he's nah, better, nah, but nah. they they like the fit of a, a stopgap. They did opposing to give him right, a long but, but did they're the right or wrong, and I think they're wrong. Did the 2009 Yankees operate like that? No, they didn't. No. They weren't talking well, about stopgaps and young players. South, South, South. You're yeah. using the example of one of the guys that they targeted. Because I don't think this is a long list, in fairness, where the Yankees get to free agency and they're going to get like this Garrett guy. Like Garrett Cole was the guy, right? Garrett Cole was one of those guys. CeCe Sabathia was one of those guys. Otani's going to be one of those guys. Yeah. Well, we'll see if no, they get him. But they don't have a track record of missing. So when you and others... But they also... But this is why it's a different argument. They also don't have a track record of competing against a team with a richer owner. They were the gold but standard. Sal, that's right all now, new. the Mets have a higher payroll. That is all new, and we're going to find out. Right. Like, I agree with that. I, I agree that he's now competing. The Yankees are now competing, as in he with Hal Steinbrenner, with a billionaire owner. I acknowledge that. My only point to you is, and sometimes we forget this because of the way Yankee fans have talked about ownership and some of the moves they've disagreed with, which I'm with them on. When they target somebody that they want, they get them. That's all I'm saying. And it's rare, but when Brian Cashman wanted Garrett Cole, you knew it going into the offseason. It didn't matter what the Angels were going to offer. It didn't matter. They were going to outbid everybody. So I agree with you about this. Here's where we're in agreement. I think it's going to be fascinating. I don't know what's going to happen with Otani. I feel you. Cohen's not going to be outbid. I also feel the Dodgers may have that attitude. Right. We're not going to be outbid. Well, at some point. What do you think he's worth Otani a year? I mean, if you're combining what he does pitching-wise, him as a pitcher is worth what? $35, $40 million a year? He has never made 30 starts in a season. Okay, but what would you value him as a pitcher? How he's many got, he's over $30 million a year. How many starts is he making in a given season? Shohei Otani last year made... Let me pull up the exact number so I don't screw it up. He made twenty eight. Two iPads over there. One's not enough. You need two. I need two. Yes. For what? To do multiple things at the same time. That's the way my brain works. He made twenty eight starts last year, so it was basically a full season. Twenty three the year before that. Nothing even close prior to that. In Japan, he never double dipped at the level he's double dipping now. He never had a season where he had five hundred at bats and threw one hundred and fifty innings. Never happened. So we're asking to assume that twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one is the norm. Is that your point? I'm asking what you think he's worth per year as a pitcher. Do if you were think, in the open market as just a pitcher, what do you think Otani would get? Uh, I think he's making in the mid to low 30s. Okay. As a hitter, offensive player, what do you think he's worth? I think very similar. High 20s, low 30s. Right. So you're talking about a guy who could be worth 50, 60, easily million Do you a year. think he can do both for a five-year period of time? I think somebody's going to pay him like that. And by the way, not only what he does on the field, but obviously all the stuff that he brings off that's the field. That's why. No, no. I completely agree with that. I think that's a big part of why Hal and Steve are going to be super aggressive. They may not be analyzing, hey, how many years in a row can he pitch 25 starts and 450 He's the guy to spend on. 
I think a lot of it is this is box office. Shohei Otani is box office. And he's a pitcher and hitter at a For, high level. But And you're not going to pay. Like, I don't think they're going to get to a point where, hey, you know what? He's a $40 million a year pitcher. He's a $40 million a year offensive player. Here's $80 million bucks a year. You're not going to get to that level. Sure, sure. So whatever team... Gets him for whatever they they're getting a value, and, and I agree that I would go balls to the wall to get him. Whether I'm the Mets or the Yankees, and I would take the risk that in 2025 he's not doing both. But I do want to point out that this is all so risky because for two years now, and that's all it is, Sal. Two years, he's pitched a lot, but not 200 innings by any stretch. And this is coming from a guy who loves Degrom. Degrom hasn't we haven't seen him on the mound in two years. And right, now you're knocking Otani for making I'm 23 not, starts last year. I'm not knocking starts. him. I'm trying to figure what is he going to be over the course of 14 years. You may have to give the guy a 10-year contract. Who the hell knows? You can't predict it. Two years out, 14 I, years? I know. But every one of those contracts, the point is every one of those contracts, even a five-year deal, seven-year you don't know. He's the guy to do it with. Are you okay if... Because I think this is a real possibility. And again, I'd go after him. By the way, can I make fun of Sal about something? He's doing something I find very humorous. He's checking him out on TV. I keep seeing myself as distracting. I do it all the time. He keeps glancing over like, how do I look? How's the reflection on my bald head? (laughs) Hold on, let me see. Is this? Well, That's what what happens when you're on TV as much as he is. Yeah, it's a a bad habit that I look at myself. I do it all the time. So... In my expert you wear opinion, under your jeans, you guys are two different people. <laughs> yeah, and avoid mirrors <laughs> at all costs. Right? When was the last time you looked in a mirror? For goodness' sake, <laughs> broke. Maybe you should check your, <laughs> you should check yourself out a little bit more. In all my time on SNY <laughs> with Craig for the last two years, whatever it's been, I think I've glanced over at the TV only when, hey, I'm showing you my shorts. Right. I ignore they exist, but Craig shut Carton, it off. I just so I don't look at it. It's distracting. Craig Carton does the same thing. It's, I'm going to throw him under the bus, too. It's right He there. does the same thing. See, that's why I love Craigie. He's a man who cares what he looks like. You don't like. love Craigie. Yes, I do. You called him out on Twitter a few months ago. Well, you know, we, that yes, you did. No, yes, no, you no, no, did. No, 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 no. We're all good there. We're yeah, all good there. Yeah, da, da, da. Hey, hey, look. We talked about did it. Did you call have, him out on Twitter? We have no beef whatsoever. You had a beef. We have no beef at the current moment whatsoever. But there was a moment where there was some beef. I don't know even what you're talking about. I have this feeling. There was a miscommunication, I think. I don't think they like each other. That's yes. not true I at think all. Sal and Craig, you I think it's vice versa. Maybe Craig doesn't like me. I, I can't speak to that. I hope that there's at least a mutual respect there. I have no issue whatsoever. Well, when I told him you were filling in, the reaction told me everything I needed to... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't think I'd be filling in if Craig was not at least somewhat okay with it. No, nah, he's got no power in this. I know he likes to claim he does, but when he's out... Is that true? No. Craig. I'm not buying that. No no power. I'm not buying that at all. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> he never heard of CP the franchise until I told him he was coming in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Who's that again? What was I saying? I don't know. CP the if you're a Nick fan, you know Ohtani? who he is. Shohei Otani. Yeah. Would you be okay? Done. You give him all the money because again, I think all Yankee fans and Met fans are well, gung ho. Let's go. We'll take the risk. Fifty eight million dollars a year. He comes here for one year. He pitches. He has a two four ERA. Twenty eight starts. Hits forty home runs. Year two, doctors come to him. Can't do both. You got some elbow issues, and you're risking your hitting. As much as you're pitching, when you do both, it's best for your health at 29, 30 years old to just pick one. And he picks being a hitter. Mm-hmm. Are you good with that? Knowing and that how much a year? Fifty-plus million dollars a year. I mean, look, you, you that might be a scenario you have to live with. Take the risk. That's what I'm saying. There are certain guys where you invest in and don't think twice about it. He's one. Do you you would agree it's likely that by year three or four of this deal, he's only doing one thing. No, I wouldn't say that. I'm just saying it because we've never seen this before. 
I know, but why would I think that it's going to wear out? You're playing baseball. He's pitching and he's hitting. By the way, speaking of things I've Here, never seen before. Here's the other part of it. You're yes. getting a player that could do two things. Let's say yeah. Shohei Otani, the pitcher, is on the DL. He can't, or on the IL, he can't pitch. He can still hit. So you're getting your money's worth that way, where if he were just a pitcher, you'd be losing him, but now you're getting the offensive No, absolutely. Player. If the Mets lose Scherzer and sign Otani, they've replaced Scherzer and added the DH they want. If the Yankees lose Severino, who's a free agent, and sign Otani, they're replacing Severino no, but, and adding a bat. But I'm saying, if he, I'm saying if he gets hurt to a point where he can't pitch. Well, he can do the other thing. Correct. What a normal player, no, I, you, that doesn't happen. You're right. It's, it, it's amazing because it's something you just never seen before. And speaking of which, I don't know if you have NBA League Pass. Do you have NBA League Pass? Are you out of your mind? You don't have NBA League Pass? No, I used to. Do you know when I got it? When Ewing got traded to the Sonics. That was the one year I had it. <laughs> I didn't know they had got it back tra- then. Yeah, old school. So I have NBA League Pass. Oh, I'll, my God. I'll share my account with you if you want. I'm no, thank you. There's no. zero chance. There's enough games on nationally that I don't watch. What do so, I need League Pass here's for? Here's why. You want to know what why? What do you need it for? I'll tell you why. Get the audio ready so you can hear what I'm talking about. You know what I mean. So I'm watching Mavericks-Timberwolves the other night. Oh, God. And what's great about NBA League Pass is they don't play commercials. So what happens... Kind of like this show. Yeah, we don't play commercials. Call. I'm, I'm, you're making me you're nervous learning, here. We're going, yeah. Yeah, we're going for 45. Matter of fact, i got to no reset commercials. the parking here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to break at some point nah, this hour. No, no break. Out. We'll get to it at some point. Yeah. So they don't play commercials. So what they do is they show you the in-arena entertainment, which is really cool. Right. So they'll show you all the fun stuff that they do inside the arena. You know, like the, the match game or whatever. They'll also show you halftime shows. So you can see what's happening at the Nets or Knicks or Atlanta Hawks halftime show. So I'm watching Dallas, Minnesota, and I couldn't believe this was real. Can you play the clip? Clip number one of what I'm watching as I'm watching the halftime show of Dallas against Minnesota. Go ahead, Big Mac. We're gathered here tonight in holy matrimony to join Reed and Ellen in the union of marriage. You hear that? It was, and I'm like, wait a second. Uh, first of all, holy matrimony? Yeah. What are we doing here? It was a real freaking wedding. Here's the ending. You got the ending of this wedding? Play it. By the power vested in me and with 20,000 MFFLs as witnesses, it's my delight to declare you husband and wife. Reed, you may kiss the bride. MFFLs as witnesses. With 20,000 MFFLs. What is that? I don't know. I have no idea. And they play the horns at the end. So I'm seeing this. Maverick fans for life? Yeah, NBA fans. So I I nudge my wife. I wake her up. I said, honey, ever think about getting married again? Have you ever thought about maybe redoing our vows somewhere else? I'm shocked that you did not like get married (laughs) walking down (laughs) City Field, Pitcher's Mound, or something like that. I didn't know it was a possibility. You're a you're totally a stadium proposal guy, hundred percent. No, 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 no. I, no, I actually saw one live. I went to go see the Hudson Valley Renegades, the uh, single A affiliate for the Yankee uh, for the Yankees, and they had a wedding. It was they had a promotion earlier in the year where you could win a free wedding, and tonight was the night it happened. They had a wedding in between every inning. In between <laughs> every <laughs> the first one was the vows. Right. Then the next half inning was the best man and bride and maid of honor speech. Then it was the dance with your father and dance right, with right. your mother. Every They broke up all the segments of an actual wedding, cutting the cake, everything, in between every other. So end. this has been done before then. Uh, yeah, because, I, saw, I saw it live. Because I'm watching this the other night, and I apologize, this was Monday night in fairness, so it yeah. was four days ago. I'm watching this thinking, this can't be real. 
It was real. I looked it up after the fact. Like, these two, apparently, it was an in-arena proposal with his dude. And then years later or whatever. Proposed to her. And then, I guess, I don't know whose idea it was, whether it was them or the Mavericks. They're like, yeah, we should just do it at halftime. And they did it at halftime. And they did all of those things just in halftime. There was cake. There was dancing. The father's walking. Uh, the, the woman down the, the, the thing. The whole thing happened. What are you shaking your head? You know it's not for me. No, I wouldn't. Although there was a point in my life, I would say, what, 12-year-old Sal, who always dreamt about getting married in the Shea Stadium pitching mound to home plate. But that was 12-year-old Sal. Then you know what happened? I actually grew up. I realized that you have weddings in in real places. There's a real text message I just got. I'm not even kidding you. The New York Islanders would like to offer you, as a diehard fan, oh, shut up. the chance you, to you, redo your vows yeah. with your wife at no, UBS. Thank you. And it says, because he's such a loyal Islander fan. Do I fan, get to sit in the owner's suite? I might have to redo <laughs> our vows. I, you put may, me up on the big screen and put me in the owner's suite. I'll be there. <laughs> you may think I'm lying to you, as crazy as I am. And I know I'm crazy. I acknowledge that. I had zero, zero interest in ever proposing at a stadium or an arena. I am surprised at that. Oh, no, man. You spent the majority of your life in these arenas. Yeah, the Mets. The Mets. I love it, but I I got to separate the two. How'd you propose to your wife? You do. Uh, truth be told, yeah. you caught me in a tough spot here because I was never planning on telling the story on the air. I actually, I wanted to make it memorable. We were in our apartment that we lived in in, in Bergenfield in New Jersey, and I got down on one knee, but uh, I was fully naked. That was my, I was in the nude. She turned around as she was doing her hair, getting ready for work, and I was there naked on the ground. Wait, so that wasn't planned to have everything hanging out? It was just kind of, I didn't want to. Did she laugh? She was like, what the hell are you doing? And she was embarrassed. She said, you better never tell anybody this story. Hi. Here we are. That's a true story. I can't. I, I don't have it in me to lie. I don't know why. And it's also a natural question to ask. We're talking about a wedding at a Mavericks What about game. you? Yeah, mine's not as pathetic, but it is pretty pathetic. I took her to where we went on our first date. And my plan was just to open up the ring and propose to her. And I got very, very nervous. And I didn't do it. So we got in the car. And she was expecting a proposal. Uh, It was one of those things where she's waiting. She kind of knows what's going on here. I never did it. We get in the car. And I start talking to her about how much I love her. And I lose it. Waterworks. I start crying. I can't even get through the proposal. Oh, my God. And I'm like, honey, will you marry me? How yeah. could she say yes after that? Oh, come on. What is wrong with you? I've you never pro- heard that story. Oh, that my is- God. Of all the things you do, I thought wearing gym shorts under your pants was bad. Going to all these games, all these shows. That you a little emotional. You broke down? That's right. You're not even looking at her. You're driving. No, no, no. Like, we were just, part, no, 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 no. Okay, we were not right. driving. Let me rephrase that. We were in the car. We were not okay. driving. Okay. I, I, am I don't in, know if that saves me I thought you were in the car going home. Like. I am a very <laughs> no. emotional person, but that is like, dude, this is a spot where you got to. I was emotional. You broke down yeah. before you broke the ring out? I was thinking about it. I love you. Yeah, I, I can envision. Now, I don't know about my wife, how she would handle it. The majority of girls that I've dated uh, in my life, some you may be familiar with, they would be like, dude, get what up, a you little- pathetic <laughs> loser. What a loser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> crying. Uh, hey, listen, man, it was an emotional moment. And would she? did she start crying? There was a little bit of tears, yeah. And then we hugged and kissed, and there you go, we're married. Everything's beautiful. We got two kids, so don't kill me too much. No, no, I'm just, I'm surprised. I, you know, look, I give you credit for admitting that you cried and like I that. And I never brought up the idea of getting married during the seventh inning stretch or halftime of a Jets game. Never brought it up. 
just on the side of the BQE. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when Evan got the bill for the wedding, he cried again. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's true. That's okay to cry at that no, point. That's understandable, yeah. right? You know what it's like. Yeah, right. It's a little expensive. There have been many times I've cried since the proposal, <laughs> but during the proposal, I'm not so sure. But it all worked out. Yeah. And Sal is happily married for now. Very, we'll very see much what happens so. when I gets home. How many years have you been married? Uh, 2015. So we're at... Seven years. So I was right behind you, 2017. Look at that. Wow. Seven years. Flies by, doesn't I'll it? I tell you, man, it does. It's crazy. You know, I'm picky. When See, I, Mac, how long have you been married for? Uh, f- 15. Seven years, too. Wow. Okay. How long have you been married, Looking. It'll be five years in September. Wow. Yep. That long, huh? That long. Jeez, how old are you now, Loogie? 37. God, we're all getting so we're old. We're all a now. bunch of old men. I remember men. when these guys first started here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> A now, long time ago, I remember meeting C Mac in Vegas. Luke, yeah. I remember. I mean, he was just an intern, obviously. When you, for, you know, when we used to have interns here, man, we're all old, very old people, yeah. And now you got a kid that you can't take care of by yourself. I've got two kids. Yeah, at least I don't have to change a diaper. <laughs> I thought I was can't even change a diaper. Good for you. We'll get your calls coming up eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. It's we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. It's a Thursday late afternoon. Carton and Roberts, Craig is off. He'll return on Monday. Sal Licata, kind enough to be sitting in. Good win by the Knicks last night, in all seriousness, and the Nets. Because, and I laid this out last night, and I really mean it. It was a very, very important night because the Knicks now evened up the season series with Atlanta. And so they'll likely win the tiebreaker based on conference record, and you're battling with them for a playoff seed. The Nets beat Miami to secure that tiebreaker, which also put the Knicks ahead of Miami for the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. So everything is very, very tight. And last night was significant wins for both teams, and now you've got a week to sit down, relax, and maybe not watch any basketball unless you care about the slam dunk contest the all-star game you get and into the three-point contest. I, I used to love it as a kid. I used to love it as a kid. What's your first memory of it? Like, you remember Dominique and Jordan or Spud Webb or D. Brown? Where were you at? I actually, believe it or not, and I, I don't know if this is common, it was more the game. It was more getting to see all these gods of basketball 
playing in an exhibition game all at the same time. I remember the year Magic came back. Came back. That's the that what one jumps that? out was at it me too. No, I think I forget the exact year, but it was the early nineties. Okay, and that certainly jumped out at me. But more so than even the dunk contest and the three point contest. It was just all of these awesome players playing at the same time. See, I've always liked the events more so, whether it was Craig Hodges for the Bulls in the three-point shootout, Mark Price, uh, the dunk contest, as I mentioned, with you know way back with Neek and Spud Webb and those guys. But then even more recent with Harold Minor or Isaiah Ryder, D. Brown. With <laughs> more, the more recent. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> How lost am I? More recent. You know, like five, ten years ago, maybe it was 25 years ago. I thought you were going to say more recent Gerald Green or more recent Zach Levine or something. No, no, no. The more recent than the late 80s stuff. But but what's crazy, and I said this on the air a few weeks ago, got (laughs) Lugie very, very offended, and I apologize. He's going to get bothered again, and you're probably going to get bothered. I don't believe those dunks even hold up all that well. I think if you watch the more recent dunk contests, even though they're not as interesting and they may not feature moments that you're going to remember years later, sometimes it's... Where you were in childhood and what sure. we hadn't seen that add to it. Well, Jordan and Dominique hold up. The, to those degree, guys hold uh, up. No, those guys hold we up. See Vince dunks? Carter doesn't hold up? Oh, yeah, really? right. That was of one of the course. best ever. Stop. If you watch the dunk contest on Saturday night, you will see dunks that in the moment, if you take it back to 1997, you would have freaked out about. But because we've seen everything, it's less interesting. Uh, now it's they less exciting. They have to be more creative now. Well, there was a dunk Gerald Green once did, once in that, always in that, in which he blew out a <laughs> oh candle as he dunked the basketball. I remember it. I remember that Then one. you had the Kia jumping with Dwight Howard, right? You have to use these props didn't now to be creative. I, well, didn't we have an issue on Dwight Howard? I was trying to remember that where yes. I liked Howard and you liked Gasol. What was the, what was the argument? No, so had? I want to say this very kindly to you because it's going to be offensive. You were regurgitating what Mike Francesa told you to no, say. No, that's not true. That's exactly what happened. No, I was bigger into the NBA now, back then. No. I liked Dwight Howard. He liked Pal Gasol. You then took Mike's debate to me, because I disagreed with Mike, and you were just, you know, repeating what he said. No, that's not true. But what was the side? <laughs> Remind me. So I said I liked Pal better than Dwight Howard? Yeah, basically. Because yeah, Dwight had no offensive game. I was right. Well, no, I just I remember that. It's funny that you brought up you know, Dwight yeah, Howard because I remember it, having a battle with you about In the that. moment, the argument was this. I looked at Dwight Howard as the best player by far on a team that got to an NBA Finals. Right. By far. What he then turned into makes it easy for your argument to be won easily. Because I think now looking back on it, Paul Gasol was a much more skillful player. And, you know, I think I'm, that was the argument. But, so Mike and I were right. I'm no, just but one of the Powell wasn't the best player on a team that went to the NBA Finals. He was the second guy on a championship team after one of the great players of all time in Kobe Bryant. He never was the lead guy on a championship contender. Dwight Howard was. Did you have an issue with Dwight's dunk contest trying to be like Shaq? I mean, Shaq is the Superman, you know, I, guy, first I, the, and foremost. The dunk contest has been boring and stupid for decades. And so the three-point contest I may watch, and I have in the past. Randall's in it now, right? Julius Randle? How pathetic is that? Very bad. He can't shoot the three. You got a 32% three-point shooter. He shoots 32% from three. I think the average NBA player shoots 35%. You have a below-average three-point shooter in the three-point contest. It doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. And you say that the dunks don't hold up, but remember, Dominique, Michael Jordan, that's the cream of the group. Vince Carter... The, the top guys now don't do it. Well, that's a different story. And that obviously damages the contest. But I think a part of why they don't do it is I don't think there's anything a superstar can do that's going to wow you. I don't think there's anything they could do. Come on. Every year we would say that. And then guys got creative and pushed the envelope yeah, and they, come up with different dunks. Sal, they have to get creative by blowing out a candle. Oh, but that's cool. The, All right. It's different. Is it? 
I guess. Is that really cool? What do you think the young kids like? I mean, stuff that happens now in, in whatever, life and sports, well, not the I, same as it was when we were growing listen, up. Listen, I can't speak for what a 15-year-old finds cool or even a 6-year-old. Like, my son's going to watch it. Right. I know Jet's going to be into it. And maybe he's going to find these dunks to be incredibly awesome, and I support him in that. You're asking me. I'm giving you my opinion as a 39-year-old. So you won't I, watch it all? No, I'll watch it for him because I think he's intrigued by it. It's also the same night and at the same time as Elimination Chamber. And obviously, oh my the Roberts household, led by Jet, not me, needs to see Sami Zayn win that Universal how Championship this guy become against a, Roman Reigns. How has he become a top guy? He's horrible. Storytelling. Excuse me? I remember Sami Zayn. Did you just say horrible? Yeah, let me, what year did he like start? When him and Kevin Owens, this is going back. Well, they were in NXT about six, seven years ago, Sami Zayn, he's like... It was one of the worst wrestlers I remember ever watching. That's I hated him. That's not true. I don't look. I'm not an expert the way that you are, but I just remember. I'm not hating an expert, him. but how could you say he's a terrible wrestler? I remember hated him, hating him when he came up. Yeah, That's yeah I know I mean. why you hated him. Oh, here we go. Because you're an anti-redhead. Yeah. I know the way it works. Oh, does he have red hair? I didn't notice. Oh, yeah. I actually did, and it probably is part of the reason. It's, it's not, absolutely not, nothing reason. personal. I just don't like his you, look. You think Carrot Top's funny? No, you know what I didn't like about Sami exactly. Zayn actually. Yeah. I don't like uh, Carrot Top either. Sami Zayn had he would wear just the pants with no. Shirt, which I found <laughs> weird, right? Does he still do that or no? no. <laughs> now he wears the uh, old Bloodline shirt all the time. I that, can't believe how big he's come. Oh, yeah, well, That's he, even more shocking than Edwin Diaz becoming the best closer in Mets history after 2019. You know what would be more shocking than that? Ben Simmons becoming an all-star again. Has he shot uh, recently? <laughs> Why don't he be in the three-point shooting contest? <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, forget three-point shooting. He's afraid of the basket, period. He's literally afraid. There was a moment in the Nick game. We were there. Me and Lugie were watching it in which there was a pass to him perfectly under the basket, and you could see him almost glance up for an easy hoop, and he's afraid, and he looks quick and dishes it out. Imagine being a basketball player who's afraid to shoot the basketball. He will be. I. I this is so true, but I hate saying it. He's going to be out of the league in two years. Out of the league. Kick him out of the league. Yeah, man. But you were, well, at the time when the Nets made the trade, what were you saying for it? Oh, you got at least you got Ben back. Um, what I said about it was the whole situation sucked. I was not confident in Ben. I didn't think he'd be out of the league in two years, though. No, did you? Did you think he would get this bad? I, I thought it was a, a, just a bad move taking on a player who's got a clear block. So I mean, you would mental have just, block, physical, whatever. So you would have just held on to Harden. He quit on the team. Well, I wouldn't have put myself in that spot to begin I, with. I know, neither would I, but right. you got to make do okay. with the situation you're in, in fairness. I'd, I'd probably try to jettison. If I knew the inner workings, what was going on, turns out Kyrie was the problem, right? right, right. So if I knew Kyrie was the problem, was I would him. I would have tried yeah. to. Now, that the the ripple effect would have been that Durant would have been ticked off, and then you lose him. So I understand it, but Ben Simmons, come on. Yeah, I, I could not have imagined, even though Spike tried to warn me, that Ben Simmons could be this bad this mentally shot. He told this you. Our quick. boss told you. You don't listen to him. What's wrong with you? I don't listen to him. No. Yeah. Why? I mean, how do you get off? Where, where do? Where, where does this come from? Well, I. You know what? You should be happy I didn't listen to him. I said Salakata's perfect for Thursday, and Spike said Salakata. I don't think so. It should be Emmanuel Barbari. And I said, listen, I like there Emmanuel. Are a lot of things. I think it should be Sal. So you should be happy I didn't listen to Spike because if it was up to Spike, yes, wouldn't be here right now. There are a lot of things uh, that I can't tell if you're lying or telling the truth. That one I know is a blatant lie. <laughs> what? What, is, what does that mean? I know what you know what that means. All right, this is a good one. Igor in Connecticut. Igor, this is a good one. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How are you, sir? Igor from Center Hill. Big fan of you. You have it in particular. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you, man. What's up? So I want to go back on your 
previous conversation about the Yankees. Oh, I think we had a problem with the line right there. Oh, I'm not sure what happened. Oh, something happened. It oh, cut out. It cut out. The guy was making a good point. You know what his point was? Yes, I do. I looked at the screen. Oh, good. His point Sorry, was... Sorry, get back to us there, Igor. Or yeah. actually, get back to Evan. Yeah. He'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> Don't be insensitive. Yeah. Oh, I'm not being sensitive. <laughs> if I did that for every call we got during the week, I'd have to drop 40% of calls. <laughs> Is that true? They don't want to talk to Craig and not you? <laughs> No, I don't know what happened. The line just cut out somehow. I touched the wrong button, I think. Very sensitive. It's a that, different, uh, a, different screen. It's a bad look for Sal yeah. right there. And the guy was making a good point. What he was going to say was, earlier on I was saying to Sal, name me the guy the Yankees missed out on in free agency. And he has a great example. Now, I'll argue it, but he has an example. He said Cliff Lee. Now, Cliff Lee was a guy the Yankees had targeted multiple times. They tried to trade for him. They tried to sign him as a free agent. When he signed, I think it was back with Philadelphia, because remember, he bounced around a right. The Yankees offered the most money. True story. The New York Yankees made the biggest offer. You can look this up. I forget, he went, did he go from Philly to Seattle and then became a free agent? I forget. He the... went from, oh, my God. I'll look it up real yeah, quick. Yeah, dude, he was, in, he was with the Phillies twice. Right. So you have to. Seattle, Texas. He went to Texas. He got trade. He was about to be traded to the Yankees the day LeBron took his talents to South Beach. I'll never forget that show Joe and I did because it was dueling big topics. The Yankees are about to get Cliff Lee, and LeBron's going to Miami. Right, two monstrous topics, and the trade with the Yankees fell through. Didn't happen, obviously. I think at that point he was traded to Texas. Oh, I'm pulling it up here. Hold on. Uh... And then after Texas, he left as a free agent to go back to Philadelphia. So here's where I'm at. Yes, and you have the answer. Cleveland to Philly, mm-hmm. Philly to Seattle, yep. yes. Seattle to Texas, yep. Texas to Philly. Bingo. Wow. You nailed it. But but here's the thing. Never are the Yankees in there. Look this up, though. Look this up. The Yankees I just looked have... this up. I'm tired of looking stuff up. All right. Loogie, why don't you do this job? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Look this up. Wait, wait. Sal's cutting off callers. I'm done looking this up. He's getting... I don't know. The line just dropped out. I'm not sure what happened. He said he loved you, and then I didn't hear anything else from him. He didn't him, say anything him. bad about you. No, I, what? He didn't say anything bad he said, about I'm me. A fa- here's what he said. I'm a fan of both of you. No, he didn't. He said, oh, I'm a fan, uh, and particularly of you, Evan. And then his line just dropped out. Well, I didn't know if he was going to say. He's in the overnight. It's nothing personal. Yeah, no, I don't think it was. Wow. But okay. I am here now, and it would be nice <laughs> if you actually addressed me. You but... know who's a big fan of Sal Licata? Who's that? Me. Yeah, I appreciate that. I listen to you more than anyone else at this station. Probably. I don't know I do, because I love the Odyssey app. I like to go back. He also watches T-Wolves Mavs when his wife is sleeping, so I don't know if that's really a compliment, to be fair. I'm more just shocked at how he finds the time to do all this stuff. You listen to C-Mac on the weekends? Uh, Sometimes I do, yes. On the Rewind app. What are are your hours, C-Mac? Are you doing 12, or is it 2 to 6, or whatever? Uh, If it's an open night with no net game, midnight. 12 to 5. 12 the, to the, 5. The last three weeks have been the 12 to 5. Because that one always used to be. That was the shift I used to do before I started doing right. that Monday through Friday. It would always be 2 to 6. Yeah, right? no. The, yeah, it was. They changed it. All right. Okay. I'm just. We, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I got it. So 12 to 5. That's a whole. That's a long show. So I know if, I got three of them next week. I can't yeah, wait. If, if there's a net game, Keith's on after the game till 2. But So you guys love the Brooklyn Nets. Love Did you work less? <laughs> Not enough <laughs> Friday night games. You better believe it. I would have scheduled my trip to Aruba this week if I were paying attention. <laughs> All-Star week, I forgot. Oh, crap. The Nets aren't playing on Friday. I know. But Cliff Lee was off for the most money. So while the Yankees didn't get him, and so Igor is right, that that was a target that they 1,000% wanted. He's right. It wasn't because of the money. And I think Cliff Lee's wife came out and basically said, Yankee fans are classless. We don't want to play there.
because of what happened. I think it was the way he or she was treated during the World Series right. in 2009. Okay. So all this was happening in 10 and 11 because he was traded in 11, if I'm not mistaken. Was it, or maybe it was the summer of 10 he was traded. Because yeah, it was so. when LeBron signed. I'm telling you, it was the, the, window, the exact yeah. same day. LeBron that was 2010. Because yep. I just started actually at SNY. 2010, July 2. Tommy D, famously. Remember him? I love Tommy D. Right. Yeah. So that night at SNY, Tommy D was supposed to be part of a special, yeah. right? And we were people at the time were expecting that he might choose the Knicks, even yeah. though some of us knew realistically that wasn't going to happen. Right. And then once the announcement came down that LeBron chose the Heat, Tommy D, like in a huff, was like, I've got to go be with my people. And left the SNY newsroom to go be with his people. I respect that. You get that? You're supposed to do a TV show, Nah, he's got to be with his people, bro. Get out of here. He's got to be with his people. You're scheduled to be on a TV show. You do the job. He was such a, I think it was, and look, I don't really know him personally other than that, so I'm not trying to pick on him. I'm just telling you a factual story. He's right. He was upset and I think borderline embarrassed because he was probably writing that the Knicks were going to get LeBron, the Knicks should get LeBron. LeBron obviously chose Miami and he he left. I think that shows the class that he has. He needed to be with his people. I thought the same thing when Kevin Durant's foot was on the line. I thought about calling in sick Monday to be with my people. We were all going to go to Brooklyn. We were going to cry Pathetic. together. Yeah, no, you got to be with people. I faced the music Monday after that Super Bowl 51. I faced the music. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Unfortunately. I'm sure you did. Were you I, doing overnights at that point? No, I did. I uh, was doing a show at SNY. Okay. I and don't you, know if I was on radio at that point. And you had to talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's so, a whole show about So even though Igor hates Sal, good point about Cliff Lee. I think he's a very close example of a guy that the Yankees wanted and ultimately didn't get. Fair point. Roy's in Edison. Roy, say you're a huge fan of Sal. <laughs> What's up, Roy? Roy, going once. Roy, I don't know if he's a huge Roy fan of either of us. twice. He hates both of us. All right. Peter in Westchester. What's up, Peter? Hey, guys. Uh, okay, I'm a huge fan of Sal. Hey, so, I you are the man, Peter. There it is. <laughs> you know, I have to say the pairings on uh, WFA, WFA have always been great, you know, and when uh, when Evan, when you got paired with Craig, I was a little bit, you know, worried because he's such a strong So was I. I you know? was very worried. <laughs> Cried myself yeah. to sleep for three days. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I know. I was. And uh, and I always thought he was a little bit harsh, you know, like he's a little bit, you know, crude and uh I felt bad for you, you know, if you're a nice guy like yourself. And now I turn around, I see, like, you're giving Sal a hard time. It's like uh, role reversals. Over exactly. There. That's right. Evan's now bullying me. And you know what that means? And you're 100% right. It's all Craig's <laughs> fault. He just, he made me an ass. Where'd he so, go? Craig, that is all your fault. I was mean to Sal. And it's not because I'm a mean guy. It's because Craig taught me. I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from you. Dad? <laughs> Oh, my God. I learned it from you. By the way, quick question. Where'd that great caller go? You hung up on him? No, he made his point. It was a good point. I'm being mean to you. Totally up to you. I'm going to leave this up to you. You know Bill Goldberg? Have you ever heard of Bill Goldberg? The wrestler you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. Do you care what Bill Goldberg has to say about Rihanna's performance at the halftime show? Uh, I don't, but I'm intrigued. Hey, Big Mac, can you pull that clip I sent to you of Bill Goldberg giving his opinion on Rihanna's performance of the Super Bowl? In case you wanted to hear it. Yeah, I certainly can. I didn't know that's who it was. Is that who it is? Yeah, it's Bill okay. Goldberg, ladies and gentlemen, talking on his podcast. Now, before you hear it, Bill hosts a podcast with another gentleman in which all they talk about are cars, okay? They talk all about cars. And you have time to listen to this as well. I happen to be listening to it when they broke down every car commercial at the Super Bowl. So at the end of the podcast, the guy, the other guy, I don't care who he is, but another guy, was like, hey, Bill, what'd you think of the game? 
Bill had a very strong opinion on Rihanna. I thought Rihanna was freaking horrible. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan. It was fine. I mean, I was disgusted by it. That's all. Let's just yeah. say that. <laughs> Let's just I think there's one more. I'm disgusted by her. What else, Bill? I'm not a country music fan either, but Chris Stapleton singing that national anthem was on point. That dude was good. Well, he didn't grab his crotch every 15 seconds. (laughs) Oh, my God, Bill. Come on. Billy, come back to me. Bill. Who's next, Bill? I mean, that was over there. He did not like Rihanna sound. Bill. Oh, my God. Come on. Did you have it? In a, you hear? I know you listen to the show sometimes. You hear Stewart in Brooklyn talk about Rihanna. When Love Stewart in Brooklyn. He's an all timer. What he did? He think he, Rihanna you know, was horrible. He loved Rihanna way before she was ever you know talked about in the Super Bowl halftime show. Right. He was yeah, of course he loves her. But we were talking about you know it's a little risque. It's just a weird thing. Like for me, I don't. Care. I didn't even give it any thought. However, I'm watching the game with my you know six year old niece. What do you say when she's Doing something like that. Like, did you have to explain that to Jed at all? I mean, they were I... sleeping. See, okay. the way I'm able to do a lot of stuff, Sal, is we get our kids to yeah. sleep. Yeah. Do a lot of stuff. That's I mean, right. Can I just, I, we can't gloss over this. I'm sorry. I didn't know what you sent me when I got the audio. I can't let it slide. You are listening to a podcast of Bill <laughs> Goldberg talk about cars? Thank you, C-Mac. Like, you did, not, you did not just come. Someone told you about this. Someone alerted you to this situation. There is no way you are listening to a podcast of a former wrestler and another guy you couldn't even name if your life depended on it talking about Ford commercials. There is no way that came across your path. Someone alerted this to you. Please tell me that. Why why can't I just be very well informed about everything that's going on? No. C-Mac's right. I'm sorry. So I have to reveal the curtain and tell you yeah. how I heard Someone it. Someone told and you. And how I found out about yes, it? Yes, please. Because you, there's no way you just happen to be listening to your favorite pro wrestling All car right. podcast. I, I actually like it better with assuming that you still listen to the podcast. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast about car commercials. No, Who doesn't do not. that? Now, a buddy of mine said, Bill Goldberg's lost his mind. Thank <laughs> God. I said, what do you mean by that? I said, look what he said about Rihanna. And so then I went to the podcast and I, I listened to what he had to say. And I can't explain why. I obviously disagree with him. I thought Rihanna was great. I, didn't, I wouldn't say great. I, I was, it was whatever. I, it was, it was entertaining. Fine. I love the songs. It was performance was whatever. Was it lip sync? Of course. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It was a fine halftime show. I had no issue with it. Though you do bring up a fair point, which I have to admit. Because there is somebody that works here. I'm not going to reveal the person's name. Right. Who told me. His issue was he's sitting there with his daughter, and she was asking, why is she doing this, this, and this? Right. And it was a tough spot. So I, I have respect for that. I have respect for you if that's your opinion on it. Well, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't have that issue, so selfishly, I'm like, oh, I didn't have that problem. Right, it didn't but matter But I totally to get that being an issue. It's yes. just something that you don't think about until it happens. I've never right. thought about that in my life. My daughter is way too young to even understand that at this point, but my niece is not. And we're there watching the game, and everybody, my wife, my sister, they wanted to see Rihanna. And my wife, after the halftime show, was like, what are we going to do now? I was like, what do you mean? There's a whole half of football that we got to watch. Like, the show the show is not over here. The game is not over. So they're all into it. And my niece is watching along. And it's just one of those things where you start to feel uncomfortable. And I, you So know, you felt uncomfortable? Well, I made one joke where when, not when she was rubbing her front part, but the backside. And I was yeah. like, oh, she must ha- have an itchy butt or something. And they <laughs> laughed. And then that was it. Uncle Sal was what funny. What do you find more uncomfortable, in your opinion? That, which I have not experienced yet. Right. I will at some point. Or watching a movie with your parents 
and a naked sex scene comes on. That one. That's worse, That's right? way worse. Yeah. Not even close. Thank you. You're moving uncomfortably in your couch, like, oh, my God, please, let's move this scene along here as it goes on and on and gets deeper. And, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that's, that's an uncomfortable. And I apologize. I was saying naked and sex scene. I only need to say one. So I'll say a naked scene, okay? Right. Because I did say it twice. I think that's what made Lugie look at me like I got ten heads. Yeah. No. A naked sex scene. Those are Not uncomfortable. Not just a sex scene, but a naked sex scene. Now, here's the one thing. We have the perspective from the child. Yeah. We're maybe one day going to experience that from the perspective of the parent. I wonder what that thought process is. <sighs> Right? Yeah, no, thinking no, that's a good, I'm thinking, too. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. Probably less uncomfortable than us. That's a kid issue, don't you think? I don't know. That's uh, got to be a kid issue. Oh, I'm uncomfortable even thinking about I that. I apologize habit. for bringing it up, but you were mentioning yeah. something that's uncomfortable, which I respect. I haven't faced right. it yet. Because I also think, in fairness, because people listen to the show, they may know this, I was not home for the Super Bowl. I was in Las Vegas. So I wasn't even with my kids. Me and my wife went away. We saw it. Were you out watching the game or no? Have I talked about this yet? Where I watched the. I mean, I knew you went. I heard that you went out and uh, saw Adele. Yeah, so we decided to do it from the the United Club uh, inside the airport at McCarran in Arizona. That's where you watched the Super Bowl? Yeah. So our flight was at nine, and we're like, eh. Let's not mess around with taxis. Vegas can be crazy. So we paid a little bit to get into this club, the club for United Airlines. Okay. Beautiful club. They give you free sliders. Okay. Yeah. Sat there, put the game up on the iPad. My wife read a book, watched the Super Bowl. Put the game on the iPad? Like, they didn't have a TV screen? They did, but I wanted to be able to hear everything, so I put it on my iPad so I could hear everything Kevin Burkhardt had to say. Interesting. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was a fine experience. I just think that it would have created too much drama Trying to find a taxi. Think of the cast of characters that are in a hotel, I mean, excuse me, a airport lounge right. watching the Super Bowl. Think yeah. of what that must be like. Big Mac, I'm going to tell you something guy interesting. Guy in a trench coat in the corner, just minding his own business, <laughs> you know, reading a newspaper. You know, I just like, who is at so that bar it's a at gra- that time? It's a great question, and this is fascinating to me. I don't know if it's going to be fascinating for you. So people would come and go. Because if they had a, a, a plane ride, they would come, mm-hmm. they'd hang out for an hour, they'd leave. Me and my wife were there for seven hours. So people would come and go. Oh Nobody watched the Super Bowl. No. Like, yeah. I'm not well, TV Obviously, guy. you don't care about the Super Bowl yeah. if you're in there yeah. at that particular the time. The Super Bowl was on a TV, and most people were sitting in a seat reading a magazine or on their phone or on their tablet. To the point where I had headphones, I took the headphones out to, for, for a second, and I went to the restroom, and apparently one of the workers got upset that the volume was too loud for oh the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. So I had to quickly put the headphones back That may in. be the worst spot ever to watch the Super Bowl. No, nah, it was fine. That's brutal. It was fine. You're around people who don't even care about the game. What fun is that? I don't need to be around people. Uh, apparently. Yeah, not a bit. I was around plenty of people for 36 hours straight. I was watching Adele, including the guy behind me who wouldn't stop singing. Listen, pal, we didn't pay <laughs> thousands to hear you sing. Thousands? We, uh, whatever. We paid to hear Adele sing. What was the face of the ticket? I don't know. Oh, yes, you do. And Sal, I don't want to know. You That's paid not- for it. You treated your wife, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, but I know what I paid on the second. What was the reason? Market. Was it a Valentine's Day thing, or what was the? It was a "Honey, I love you" kind of thing. Yeah, bull crap. Honey, I go to way too many net games. Yeah. Honey, <laughs> right. I score a lot of net games. Yeah. 
I'll take you to see Adele. She always wanted to see Adele. Okay. We give you some advice, though. Maybe you can be in the Amtrak terminal for New Year's Eve. That'd be awesome, <laughs> Right. As a veteran who's now been married a little bit longer than you, mm-hmm. I'm at seven and a half years. Let me give you advice. You don't have to have a reason to do something special. Right. And I'm going to give you an example that involves you. I hate getting gifts for people because I think it's forced. Right. I only think it makes sense to get gifts when something is so obviously awesome. Okay? So I knew my wife wanted to see Adele. Didn't have to be it for anything. I knew she was in Vegas. Let me get it done. You remember I got you something once. You did. And I got it not because I'm a nice guy who said I have to get Sal something. I got it because I happened to see it and said, this is an awesome gift. This is the kind of gift Sal will tell his grandkids about because it's awesome. I didn't get it because I love you. I got it because it just jumped out at me and I knew you'd appreciate it. You're talking about the jersey for my daughter? That's right. Yeah, it was great. Goodbye, SNY. Thank you. Baseball night in New York's going to be awesome tonight. You don't have to deal with this guy. Anyhow, go ahead. That's not nice. I'm going to miss my show. Chelsea will do a nice job. Who's doing it for you? Chelsea Sherrod. All right. Yeah. Uh, Her first one, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. Did she ask for advice? Um, No. As a matter of fact, she was in there shadowing the other day, and I was like, you have any questions? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. She's like, this job's easy. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you could do it, I think I could do it. But yes, that was a great gesture, the Ordonez jersey. And I do get what you mean. The people that we don't have to get gifts for are like the easiest people to get. Yeah. Oh, I know what this guy would want, or I know what she would want. And, you know, unfortunately with a wife sometimes, a parent, whatever, it could be a little difficult finding something. Like, I, how do I say this without being a jerk? I guess I'm already a jerk, so it doesn't matter. It's not that I like you so much more than everybody else. No, but else. it was easy, an easy gift. And I knew you'd love it. A fun, easy gift that you knew I'd like and I appreciate. I knew it. Yeah. I said, Sal's going to open this and say, boy, that Evan, not a bad guy. No, it was great. That's Tweeted right. about it. She wore it. Yeah, I never thought you were a bad guy. I mean, we've Thank had you. our issues over the years, but. <laughs> but that changed everything. A Ray Ordonez jersey for you. Now, can <laughs> no. it, does it still fit, by the way? I don't know. We will test it out this season. Wore it last year twice. Let's see this year. Did I get you a 10 or a 0? A zero. Got a zero. That's the only way. You have to do the zero. No, I agree with you. Now, I own a zero and a ten myself, but you did the right thing. A zero. Fair enough. Uh, When we come back, I'm going to give Sal a chance because he has said some stupid things on the radio over the last few years, but one thing really jumped out at me. He tried to convince me and you as Jet fans that Matt Ryan should be our quarterback or our teacher quarterback, whatever he was actually selling us. I think it's crazy. I think it's ludicrous, but I want to be fair. We're going to give Sal an opportunity to tell us why we're wrong about everybody out there that could be quarterback for the Jets. The only right answer is Matthew Aloysius Michelangelo Ryan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.